This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com, back on the Tiger Tracks podcast beat. It's been a few weeks. I am out here with Paul Page, the fill in the blank here. How many years have you been out here? Nine years. Nine Just years. finished nine years. And coming off of three of the more successful years, especially these last two, as the boys' basketball coach. How you been? I, haven't, I don't think I've actually sat down and talked to you since before you guys were getting ready to play Byron Nelson. Right, right. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, obviously, uh, um, that didn't go as we planned, and but uh, you know, not didn't take away from, uh, like you said, another amazing season for us, and um, and the opportunity to 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 have a senior class like that to to to, to be a part of their special season was uh, was was great, and then to to see them go was hard, and and. Uh, but obviously, they they left a legacy behind, and and really uh, that has been uh, really hasn't been uh, surpassed because of you know the three district championships and two back to back 30 win seasons uh, with uh, that group of seniors is is, is tough to uh, tough to get over and and tough to to move on. But we'll definitely uh, uh, have the opportunity to do that starting starting this week. A lot of seniors, but two of them were three year starters, which. I don't imagine at friendship that's been the norm. Very often, I'm talking about Tate Beals and uh, Jalen Brazil. Right, you know, two valuable pieces to uh, to that uh, three-year special run that we've had that we had, and uh, definitely will be missed. Uh, you know, missed in the locker room, just missed on the court, and just missed in our hallways. Uh, but they're they're going to go on and do great things in uh, their respective sports, and uh, and so we'll still they'll still be a part of us, and we'll still be a part of them. In case anybody's missed it, Tate. Is going to WT for football, and Jalen's going to. He's going to go play uh, basketball at Sol Ross. I knew it was one of the ones down there. So, and that that came came along kind of late. I was kind of excited for him when I saw that. Right. No, I, I think that would be a great fit for him, and uh, definitely an opportunity for him to, to continue on at the next level. He's out there in the country. It is. Uh, you got to get there. Yep. And once you're there, though, it'll it'll be it'll be straight basketball, and <laughs> that'll be fun for him. I'm going to get you to talk about. You've got a kid who's probably going to be a three-year starter, um, and I thought about this. I can't call it a recruiting battle because that's not that's illegal, right? Although maybe just Pat and Pinkins' affinity for friendship and you and your assistant coaches, you won out over Chris Beard, which will make a lot of people happy, right? So I'm just joking. Pat and Pinkins is coming back. His dad Al has gone to coach with Chris Beard at Ole Miss, so there was that kind of that. Gray area where you were wondering if you were going to lose an all-state high-level recruit, but he's back. Right, and and it's you know it's it's obviously going to be uh, great for us, but definitely it was you know it was a um, tough family uh, situation as as all coaching families go through. Um, but you know it it, it is um, you know you want what's best for the family, and 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 so obviously the um, it kind of felt felt like that you know it would be great for the for Patton and the boys to stay and be stable um what did you tell me they've been to eight schools in 10 years I believe so right and so uh to and, and Pat was you know had a phenomenal year for us but more importantly want him to to be have the opportunity to continue continue that and be a, a great high school student and like he is and academically here is so so good and um but obviously the you know he he'll He'll be another great fit for us next year and uh, just kind of pick up where he left off. 
and he left off in a very good place. And I lost track of the accolades, but he, if there was a an award or an accolade, seemed like his name was attached. It was, you know, he he probably as a sophomore uh, kind of <laughs> set the bar for himself, but uh, but there's still more. Uh, and uh, you know, all state player, uh, TABC all state, Texas High School Coaches Association, uh, a, a super elite team, and and uh, uh, and then just on and on. And so, but you know it. He, he's so humble that you, you, you wouldn't know it by watching him oh, or very, talking to him. And, very and so, uh, we, we've, you know, we've, we feel that, uh, you know, he, the, he, the, the sky's the limit for him and he's, he's in the gym right now working. That doesn't surprise me. Right. I, I would imagine that he, if you added up the amount of time he spent in the gym, it probably rivals sleeping for that young man. So. Right. You know, he's, he's definitely got a passion for it to, 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 to go the next level and beyond. And he'll have to be probably a little bit more vocal, a little bit more vibrant leader for you moving forward. Oh, no doubt. And then we had that, you know, that conversation a lot this spring uh, as we brought back our returners and had a good uh, spring season, uh, spring off season. Uh, definitely have to, you know, like I said, those voids of those seniors are going to be gone. And so, um, you know, the next group has to fill those void, not just uh, – um, basketball-wise, but leadership-wise and, and, and growth-wise. So we, we're going to lean on him for that as well. Well, you've got a, to me, you've got a natural leader coming back in Armani. So we'll have you do it, say his last name, because I'll butcher it. Gasanaka. See, I don't even know if that's how he said it. So. <laughs> it's, not, it's different every time. That's why Armani is so easy. Right. Did, did Armani tell you that the last time I talked to him for one of these, when I talked to him, I said, I envision a young Paul Page. Right, when I hear him talk. Right, that that passion, that, yes. that drive, and, and that leadership. Right, and he has that, and, and now it's going to be a senior year, and he's got a he has a great taste in his mouth as far as you know uh, what a full season looks like on the varsity and what uh, what's needed, not just in games but in practices and in the locker room. And so, uh, I definitely feel like he'll he'll carry that weight and and uh, you know be that leader force. And then Daniel Gideon, am I saying that one right? Gideon, yes. Okay. okay. Very off the radar player, but you take him away. I saw this at the girls' regional tournament. He, he Monterey lost one of its kind of glue pieces. Heaven uh, Lamone broke her nose in the regional semifinal. She came back and played, but when you take a player away like from, from a team like that, it that little slight chemistry dip is good. He's one of those guys that does so much for you that probably doesn't show up in highlight reels or stats or stuff like that. Right, you know, when he leads your team in uh, charges taken, uh, and actually leads your team in charges taken, and really everybody else doesn't even add up to his number taken, uh, you know that's the, 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 the secret weapon that, that really people don't know. know uh, it's what I call the unseen scene. You know, it doesn't... doesn't uh, that's not tonight is not um, overly visible to the uh, to the average fan, but to the coaching staff and on film, you know, uh, you, you know, it's highly visible to us what he what he brings to the table uh, on both ends of the court. So we're we're excited. That, you know, he's got another. Like I said, he's got a a, a phenomenal year under his belt as a sophomore. Uh, a lot of growth in him, and uh, and he's going to bring back some of that leadership that's going to be missed as well. Where he takes charges too is to me is the equivalent of a shot blocker because it's going to make a driver think. Right. It it definitely has its uh, it has its advantages because he is not he's not that rim protector in the fact that he's going to 
uh, block shots. He will occasionally, but more importantly, he's going to be uh, on film. Guys are going to see that and like, I've got to change up uh, my mindset going to the basket because I know he's, he's, he's there and he's willing uh, to take the charge. So definitely a, a, an added defensive uh, weapon for us. So those are the three full-time starters that you have coming back. We talked before I turned this on about Chase Campbell, arguably one of the brightest young players in town and a kid who's going to be a two-sport player. Jay's got him out there in football, and I I hope I'm not telling any secrets. He told me that Chase is going to be very involved getting the ball. It, It kind of steps into Tate's opening there, but he's going to be a guy for you that, can add a lot on both ends of the court. Right, you know, to, to have the opportunity as a freshman to to play as much as he did and get those reps and uh, big games and big moments. So uh, just adds another layer to our, you know, our, our returning group uh, for next year. And, um, you know, he's he's had a phenomenal spring with his AU team and- He goes all over. And he's gonna, he's, he's growing. And like I said, he's, um, yeah, he's gonna be even more of a, you know, he was a great defensive player for us last year and, and a, 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 a come-off-the-bench point guard um, with, with to me, added next year a scoring ability. Uh, man, he's going to be a, a triple threat for us uh, at, 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 you know, at, at all levels. Watching him in the playoffs in particular, he would, no moment was too big for him either right, for, for right. a 14 or 15-year-old. He, he was no longer a freshman by then. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, definitely going to be another guy that we're going to count on, just like a lot, lot like Leighton Stone. Well, and we'll get to Leighton because Leighton's, Leighton's going to get the football a lot in the fall. That, that one's not a secret to anybody. Right. That maybe Tate was a great player. Leighton broke onto the scene as a sophomore. There's a couple of teams around town that probably still have nightmares about Leighton in right. the football field. How does that success kind of spin into confidence into what you want to see from him on that hard court. Well, to me, it's just his his ability to, to play hard and a lot like Tate, just his heart, uh, what he brings to the table at that position. And really, they played the same position. Uh, and so that's why you saw that mix of he and Tate um, running the front of our press and, and being what we call the madman just fits their personality because they're, they're relentless up there and, uh, and guys that just set the tempo for us, uh, our defensive tempo, which is, uh, con- you know, kind of contagious. Uh, and if they're playing hard, everybody else is playing hard behind them. So he definitely brings that mindset, uh, uh, that chip on his shoulder mindset that, uh, that just fits uh, how we play and, and, and really why we play because uh, we want to have that edge all the way through. And he definitely has that, that he has that mode about him. Uh, that, 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 you know, we're going to count on even more next year. I think I've probably mentioned this before in one of these. If you're a basketball coach, fan, whatever, if Paul doesn't mind, come and watch a friendship practice once and see, watch that practice and then go to the dictionary and there's probably a picture of your practice next right. to energy. Right. Because you guys, it's just nonstop. Right. And, you know, and that's, we try to, that's, that's how we play. Uh, you know, we talk to our guys all the time that, you know, we, how we play doesn't start when the ball goes up, how we play starts long before, uh, we, we play the games, you know, and uh, even in this spring, we, we, we do the same thing, you know, from, from our weight room to our, our conditioning, um, everything is, is in tempo and fast. Uh, so I don't believe you can just turn that on. I believe it has to be in part of your DNA. And, and so we, 
we practice that uh, every day uh, so that when the ball goes up and, you know, teams, uh, teams like to play like that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> teenagers like to play like that. Uh, but the deal is if you don't practice that, you know, what, what, what was fun for a quarter or a quarter and a half turns into, oh, no, uh, later on because you, you didn't practice that and, you're in, and uh, it's no longer fun anymore. And so we, we try to have fun for four quarters, but we have to first uh, earn that fun before the ball goes up. And kind of as a result of that, and the cupboard's not bare talent-wise for you guys it, it, anyway. There's talented guys there, but – when your JV guys, when your sophomores, when your freshmen get up to that level, they're ready. Right. They, they, they you know, our JV practices with us uh, for the most part with the varsity, and and it, we call it a lot of times we just call it good on good because it is uh, our JVs are um, so good, and uh, and it, and so when we do go go at each other, it's 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 a game, it's a replicated game, and for the most part, and and. Uh, uh, and so that's why it helps those guys when they reach that next level. Um, they're ready for the tempo. They're ready for the energy. And they, they know how to practice, and therefore they know how to play. You mentioned that it's already started to a degree, but it starts full bore tomorrow night, Wednesday night, when the Matt Embry Memorial Summer League gets going out here at Friendship. And tell me the number again of how many teams. We'll end up with uh, 48 teams this year, uh, and that's – you know, that's from big school varsity to uh, small school varsity slash, uh, you know, big school JVs, uh, big school freshman teams. Um, so we have we have all levels uh, and we'll play. We actually play. Everybody plays two games a night. So it's actually 48 games uh, a night every every uh, every week for five weeks. And so uh, we play in eight gyms and, and play six games a night in each gym. And so. Uh, it's fast and furious, but you know all the guys from teams from all around get to come and play and be a part, and um, you know make you know make June their their opportunity to to get better, and and uh, and so we'll definitely do that as well. I mean, I'm friends with a lot of AAU coaches. I know the value of AAU stuff, but to me, this is where seeds get planted for the high school season because these guys play together and kind of start to learn tendencies, start to learn. This is what I want to do here. This is what he's going to do there. Right, and that's you know that's obviously something you want to see in um, in June. To me, it's just June is a lot of people's November. I always called it no uh, our November when I was in Seminole because um, a lot of times November is taken up with playoff football, right. and, uh, and so uh, to me June for teams like that uh, that don't get their guys uh, till maybe Thanksgiving. Uh, um, I, I call June uh, your November, and so that's kind of what it is. That's how, to me, it's a valuable tool uh, for those guys to kind of develop that chemistry, like you talked about, and, and obviously start to find where they fit uh, on the team. You do take your guys as a group to other stuff during the summer. Where are a couple of those events this year? Uh, we'll uh, because Tech Tech is not. We typically go to Tech. And they host a team camp, but with the new staff, they haven't been able to get that. Um, are not ready to, to pull that off yet because it's a big it's a big deal. Uh, so that weekend it kind of freed up that weekend for us to go. Uh, we're gonna go to KU in Kansas. Mothership, uh, right? And, and uh, kind of bucket list place for some to, to be able to go and play at Allen Fieldhouse and uh, and just uh, be a part of that. And, and so we're gonna travel up there the the third week in June uh, and, and 
we did it a couple of years ago, three or four years ago, and so the guys really loved it. And it's a once in a lifetime trip for for uh, some guys to be able to do that. And so uh, we, since uh, Tech didn't make this year or we didn't happen, we're going to go ahead and do that on that weekend. Minsky's Pizza and Pyramid Pizza. When you take your guys out to eat, those are there, there you go. Two must-haves, right? Wow. And you're also going to the TABC event in, is it still in Duncanville? It is. Okay. Uh, and it may be, it's so big this year, it, it could spread out even further. I, I'm, I'm sure the schedule is pretty tough to, to put together, but I, I think uh, um, it will be primarily in Duncanville with uh, other locations around. Uh, that's two games in two days or three games? Three games. Three games in three days, basically. Okay. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, and it's... Uh, Close to a full game, different clock, but kind of a you know, but it's not a summer league game where it's twenty minute running clock. But it's so it's close to a full game uh, with clock stoppages. Uh, but the second year that uh, uh, high school coaches, Texas high school coaches, get to coach uh, in that event, uh, and so that's a special deal because uh, obviously in Texas, that's um, at no other time have high school coaches been able to coach. Their teams in the summer, uh, you know, we started having the opportunity to offer an hour a day of uh, uh, skill development uh, two years ago, uh, coming out of COVID. Uh, but then last year, that, that, that showcase, which was the second year of the showcase, uh, they were able to add the opportunity for high school coaches to coach, which is, uh, which is good, you know, to, in, 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 Honesty, it's it's a showcase. It's a live period event. Uh, it's kind of a blend between summer league and AAU. It's almost like they mesh. It is, and it's it's a, it's an opportunity to kind of bring recruiting back to the high school, uh, and not rely so much on on AAU, uh, which is which is good. Uh, and that's why I think they let high school coaches coach them. First year we did it, we couldn't coach them, uh, but you want you know you want the players to be. Uh, at their highest level, uh, doing um, you know what what they do best, uh, but coaches have to be careful uh, to not hijack that um, because you do. I mean, it, you, you want to coach them, but you don't want to hijack the opportunity for those kids um, because that's mainly that's primarily what it is. You're not you're not trying to win state in, in right. June, uh, and so you're just you're just kind of put them in in the right place at the right time so that they can be. Uh, individually successful, but also collectively successful, and, and show what what they can do uh, in that setting. I may have told you this before. It's going to make you jealous. When I worked in Louisiana, coaches could have their players could coach their players all through June. Wow! So, like in your league, you'd be out there coaching yeah. your guys. I don't know. If, <laughs> that's good and bad. That's right. good and bad. Oh. Because, like you right. said. You need a break from them. They need a break from you. Summer, you're a teacher. You're a dad. Right. But Summers, I was just telling the Lubbock Cooper baseball boys today, I want to spend time with my girls, but it's kind of cool that get to keep what going. they're doing, right. especially if they win and go on to the state tournament. Right. I'm not going to beef about that at all. <laughs> no. so, but, yeah, Louisiana there. Right. Yeah. And it's it's around us, New Mexico, Oklahoma. When we go play up uh, there in Kansas, they'll, be, they'll come in buses and coaches will be coaching them and um, but that's okay. I mean, we, we have a lot. We're blessed with an athletic period and the school day and uh, just so much more that those states don't have. Yeah, that, it's okay uh, to be in Texas. It's a good balance. Uh, yeah, it's, it's great to be in Texas. I'm glad we're here. So. Right. What, uh, 
with you mentioned you haven't always had this many guys back, but what are the building blocks you want to see them over these next three, four weeks before you kind of turn them loose for that month of July? What do you want to see that the, your guys do? Well, continue just to do what we do. Uh, um, Summer League is for that. You know, TABC, the showcase is not necessarily as much, but Summer League is. Um, it's because you want to I always call it validate and expose. Uh, you know, we've had a good spring. Uh, we want to validate that. Uh, we want to um, prove that, you know, that, that it's working. And But then also find out, uh, because when you play a different team, a different opponent, you they're going to, you know they're going to expose some things so obviously uh um you know get a feel for what that is and 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 then continue to use the use the fall to to work on those things and so uh validate and expose you know that's what that's what june will be for us uh and the, the summer league gives us that opportunity plus you get to go see the mecca and See Allen Fieldhouse and the rules of basketball. We already talked about that. Right. Before people, right. people get tired of there. there you go. That's been Paul Page. This is Randy Rosetta with HubCityPreps.com with the first summer edition of the Tiger Tracks podcast sponsored by Southwest Bank.